Um, and another question just to add on the stealth third person just immediately makes me think of Assassin's Creed. Are you a fan of those games? <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> really gave away the answer i was like oh this is gonna be a no but he's just gonna break it to matt so gently I, i'm, I'm ruining fine. a lot of people's uh hearts right now i'm sorry Welcome to the Crown Unions Podcast, where we talk about our favorite games, video game news, and just about anything else. My name is Matthew, and as always, I'm here with my best friends, Marissa and Sacco. Now, I'd like to remind everybody, there are no stupid questions, so I'm going to start us off with a question right now. Marissa. Yeah. How would you feel if I changed this up today? Oh, I'm, I'm, no, I don't really like change, so that's really uncomfortable for me, actually. (laughs) Well, that is unfortunate for you, because we're going to change it up today. Oh, God, how are we changing it up? (laughs) Marissa. Yeah. Who's today's guest? Oh, no, no, no. That change is fine. No, no, no. That's all good. We uh, like that kind of change? <laughs> I like that kind of change because I know today's guest, and today's guest is uh, Chris from the 1H1D podcast. Welcome, Chris. Hello. How are you guys doing? Great. We're doing great. We are, have a little bit more energy than normal, which is like I didn't know was possible, so I hope you are ready for this wild ride. I'll do my best. Okay. <laughs> right. We appreciate it. We appreciate any effort to keep up with Matt. Uh, we do it all the time. It is really exhausting. You're going to be like, ready for a nap after this. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's going to be a hectic one, but we'll, we'll get through it. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> all right. So really quickly, we will let you do a little bit of a plug at the end of the episode for your own podcast because we do enjoy it. But uh, just really quickly for our listeners who are not familiar with it, uh, 1H1D is where uh, they take a video game from the Xbox Game Pass and play it for one hour, and then they make a decision at the end of how much they like it. Did I sum that up okay? Was that good? That was pretty good. You should probably do our intros now. There you go. (laughs) We'll have to talk about that. (laughs) I'm honored that you would consider me for for such a high task. Oh, no, not you. Not you. No, No, Matt. Nobody needs to deal with you every day. (laughs) All right, perfect. So, uh, Chris, just to get you... Uh, to know you a little bit better, uh, I have three questions. You know these questions. I'm acting like a game show host here, so uh, okay. just bear with me. Uh, so the first question uh, we just wanted to ask you is, how long would you have considered yourself to be a gamer? <sighs> wow. Um, the big I, one, I know. I, I, I want to say since I was probably six or seven. Okay. Yeah, perfect. Many, I feel like many that. moons ago. Many moons ago. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> many, many a moons ago. I love it. Uh, out of curiosity, what is the first game that you remember playing around this uh, six or seven hmm. potentially year age? Uh, it's definitely going to age me, but that's okay. Okay. Uh, that's the whole point of our <laughs> pulling out my calculator. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first game I remember playing. Actually, I just listened to a podcast about this. Uh, was Prince of Persia. The very first one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. I feel, feel like Sakura I've, got very excited there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've never played the Prince of Persia series. I, I've, I've watched other people play them and they look very fun. Uh, the, I, I just don't rem- know why I've yeah. never, I never owned one. The remake but. like that Ubisoft did uh, was that early 2000s was like amazing. The Sands mm-hmm. of Time was probably like one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah i even the first one though it was just like incredible and i loved the fact that um the first like the that the they use like that crazy well not crazy like the anti-cheat that they used back then was you had to um look at a page in the manual and find a symbol to like start the game i love that yeah. so yeah, it was like really cool, cool. that's crazy yeah. like, so he's actually unlocked the game so that was that was fun also frustrating if you tried to download a pirated copy, but that's specific. Yeah, for sure. Ah, uh, yeah. That, there you go. There's, <laughs> there's the catch. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so out of curiosity, what is your favorite game genre as a whole? I know you guys play a lot over at uh, 1H1D. Obviously, you, you play a lot of different genres, but what would be your favorite? Um, that's a good question because I think it varies for me a lot because I... I want to say it's a stealth game, but I don't necessarily like Dishonored for some reason. Um, like I, I like third-person stealth action games, okay. but I don't know. It, it varies so much. And <laughs> that's why I kind of like doing this podcast um, because I get to try so many different types of games. Um, right. Some that I might not always lean or, or like, like a third-person game like like uh, Uncharted. I Yeah. Like, easily fall into and play it because it's like okay i'm into like the indiana jones style kind of adventure and stuff like that but on the flip side i don't i don't think i'll ever play the last of us because that's not the kind of game i would play gotcha i'm just, okay. I'm just saying i'm sorry i know some people on this <laughs> podcast are big fans of that series but Listen, it's I, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> I just like went into 700 pieces but oh, all right and that's the podcast <laughs> so thanks for <laughs> Marissa needs to go cry for a little bit. It's okay. (laughs) Just so we don't completely isolate our guests, I'm going to say I absolutely love the Uncharted series, and I did not play The Last of Us for a very long time. I was forced into playing it. I did end up enjoying it in the end. However, uh, I'm not saying that you have to play it, but the Uncharted games, absolutely, absolutely fantastic. Love that series. Um, And another question just to add on, the stealth third person just immediately makes me think of Assassin's Creed. Are you a fan of those games? (laughs) I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> okay, no problem. No problem. <laughs> the, the, the long silence right before the answer really gave away the answer. I was like, "Oh, this is going to be a no," but he's just going to break into Matt so gently. I, I'm, I'm ruining fine. a lot of people's uh, hearts right now, and I'm sorry. But uh, the, no, the I guess I liked the original two Metal Gear Solids and all of the Splinter Cell series if that helps okay. define it a little bit more. Okay. Um, yeah. In terms of like the stealth action that I like. So that's, yeah, there you go. Okay. So is All it right. like, is it the open worldness of the Assassin's Creed games that you don't like? No. Um, I thought it was like the, like I liked it when you were in that period, but then like when it takes you into that other world, you're like, what the hell is this? Oh, like, the I wanna, yeah. 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 I was yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah. I don't, okay. I'm, not, I'm not into it. So, Fair enough. Oh, and Hitman. I like the Hitman series, even though I've never completed one Great other games. than the first yeah. one. So. <laughs> but yeah. The, the Hitman games are fantastic. Yeah. And I, I think that even the Assassin's Creed games got tired of being outside the Animus, because in the newer ones, you don't even... Like, the, it's just you're in that time period. Right. They completely removed that. So so it's a common common theme. But the, the other thing, though, um, I felt like, especially with open world games, I just get so overwhelmed 
with all the tasks that are there. Like, yeah, I, I appreciated, <laughs> I appreciated that. Like, if I'm on rails in a sense, like here, you can hey. only do this, so just do that. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah oh, here's your like, mission. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just get that done. So I- well, we actually talked about this in our last podcast as well. Like, uh, that's what I find is a large barrier for, I don't know, me trying to convince people to play Dragon Age, <laughs> which is that they get lost right at the beginning. And then they're like, I don't know what to do. And then they put down the game. And like, it's not that they don't like it. It's like they just never feel the instinct to pick it back up because they don't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I always kind of like, this is always my piece of advice to people is like, find somebody who knows what to focus on and actually just ask them or like look it up online. But like, I also appreciate that. Like not everyone wants to do that either. (laughs) I guess. Yeah. My my issue with them is that they also make the games just super lengthy. And like, I'm at a point in my life now where I'm like, I can beat this game in four to eight hours. I am definitely going to play it. I'm so with you. And like, when you hit the 15 <laughs> hour mark, it's like, I, if it's a really good game, I might play it. But we're, we're pushing boundaries here. Like, let's Matt, let's keep that number low. <laughs> Matt is a famous quote. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because uh, many in many ways, Matt and I are polar opposites. And I am like, <laughs> can you give me the thousand hour game of The Witcher 3? And I will <laughs> fucking play that for eons. Well, and that's it. Right. I think mean, that was the thing with The Witcher. I, I When I first played it, again, it was one of those things I was just like super intimidated to play it. Uh, especially when you like leave that first area and then the map opens yeah. up even more. You're like, holy yeah. shit. Like, what wall. am I supposed yeah. to do? For sure. uh, but I, I I'm glad I stuck with it because mm-hmm. it was a like an awesome game. Grand Theft Auto V, on the other hand, I can't get into for some reason. <laughs> I tried I, so many times. I'm with you. I own GTA V on the PS3, the PS4, and the Xbox One, and I did That's... not complete it on any of those consoles. <laughs> I did. I did issue it once. I, I I like I don't know why. I I think I bought it for the PS3 and then I traded it in. And then it was on sale for the PS4, like on the PlayStation Store. So I bought it again. I never really ended up playing it. And then it was on the Game Pass for the Xbox. I launched yep. it once, didn't play it. Like I think I made it through like 30% of the story tops. I know that people are going to be shocked at what you just said, but I just want you to know that I've never felt less shocked about something that's actually said <laughs> than what he just explained. Because uh, so when I first became friends with Sacco, I actually. I didn't have a Steam account because I, I just played on the like Xbox. I've never really done anything on Steam. And so he like logged into a Steam account on my computer and opened it up. And I was like, you have an absurd <laughs> amount of games. Like it is atrocious how many games you have. And yeah. I was like, how many have you played? Like you must play games all the time. And he was like, well, I played like these three. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? I, <laughs> what I, are you doing? <laughs> well, it's the Steam summer sale. It's like, oh, it is. Uh, and the Steam winter sale. Yeah, ex- and the Steam spring sale. Exactly. I, I owned The Witcher 3 for like four years before I played it. <laughs> I, I forgot I owned it. I was like, oh, I should play The Witcher. Like, I heard it's although, a really good game. Although, to be fair, you and Matt are both the two people in the world who I will say, oh my god, like, you should get this game and you'll be like, oh, I already have it on this other console. Like, you'll be like, I already have it on the yeah. PlayStation. I'm Never like, well, played like, it. I want to play it on the Xbox. Like, like what, what the hell? And then, and then they'd be like, oh, I'm not, 
like Stack would be like, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. And then three days later, he would text me and he'd be like, so I bought it on the Xbox. And I was like, <laughs> what are you doing? Wait, you like, I, I didn't even bother you about it. You were just like, do you, do you, I did it. Like, let's play it now. I was like, okay. They, 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 the money that they have burns a hole in their pocket, I think. So um, clearly. Yeah, it's not our fault that Steam wants to sell the games for super cheap. Yeah, exactly. It's not your fault, but it's also not your problem. Either you don't have to buy them. <laughs> All right, we are, getting, we are getting so far away from what is going to be our topic for today. So, which, is, which is very expected. It's just how we roll over here uh, as the heathens that we are. Uh, so, Chris, you do actually have a question for us, and I think now is as good a time as any to ask it. Sure. Um, my question to you guys is, what hardware or software video game feature can you not live without? I am so excited to hear Matt talk about how much having a keyboard and mouse makes them better at every video game. I'm not saying that it, I'm not saying that it's wrong to use a controller. I'm just saying a keyboard and mouse feels right. It depends. It so it depends on the game. Yes. Depends it depends on the game. On the game. Tetris is strictly a controller game. I cannot play Tetris on a keyboard. Well, you can't play Tetris not. on a controller <laughs> Oh, uh, thank you so much for joining us today. I will, I will, I will, I will attest to that though. I'm sorry. Oh, so rude. So many shots being fired right now on my own show. You do oh. the intro and then I just roast you for the rest of the yeah. show. Like, you know how this is going to go. So, all right. Well, let's, let's, I'll actually, I'll actually give an answer. Um, I, cause I do like to play on keyboard and mouse and like, I think it just, it's whatever you feel comfortable with. Um, there's definitely some games that there's too many buttons. There's too many like inputs that they want and like the button mapping isn't great. And I feel like a keyboard just gives you more options. Um, but my my favorite part about actually playing on a PC is the second monitor. Mm. Um, it, it it really is a game changer. And like I, you don't need them to play video games. But like when I'm playing a video game with a second monitor, my life is just completely changed. You just, you um, just have I, like a walkthrough open, don't you? Oh, 100%. Um, Before the game finishes loading, I have walkthrough open. I have like Spotify open. I'm like very quietly. I'm like watching Netflix at the same time. Um, I'm a very busy person, as you know. So I need to consume media as as much as I can. So it's like four hour game, four hour movie at the same time. Let's see how much I can get done. I like how you call that busy and not just like having ADHD, which is That's probably so what it actually is. <laughs> I don't mean to call you out here. I That's mean, fine. I do, but uh, I will That's let okay. it go for now. Uh, yeah. Uh, Sacco, how about you? Um, I... I, I I always try to think of something when I feel like this happens every time you give me a topic. If anybody gives me a topic, I'm like, oh man, I got nothing for this. I got nothing. And then like 20 minutes <laughs> I've go never by. I've played and video and games like, before. Oh, obviously. Uh, it's multiplayer. I, I, I could not game with a multiplayer. I, we've talked about this on, on a previous podcast that like my favorite thing about gaming is sharing it with another person. And so if there was no multiplayer, like, yeah, I mean, people can come over, but like, I, sometimes that's not an option like especially during like the last couple of years and stuff so like if i didn't have online multiplayer I, I, I wouldn't have been able to play with my friends i wouldn't be able to like race with my friends every wednesday like that kind of stuff so 
I'm going to be honest, Sacco, you never take your answer where I think you're going to take it. <laughs> no. Like, that was just, like, not <laughs> what I thought we were going to talk about today. <laughs> no, of course not. Keeping you on your toes, Marissa. Well, that's one word for it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I struggled with this one a little bit. but uh, And so, naturally, I'm going to deflect away a little bit. Chris, I'm actually <laughs> really excited to hear your thoughts here and what, what you would kind of say is the answer to your own question. Hmm. Um, I don't know if we told you you'd have to ask, <laughs> answer the question <laughs> um, the software feature I'd say I appreciate or cannot live without um, I want to say is quick save oh just, okay just yes just to be able to I, I mean I get it some games don't have it but it's incredibly frustrating when you're especially a game that like where you have like a decision to make and you make it and it like screws you for the rest of the game. Um, having that quick save to go back and choose the right uh, decision always has been like a lifesaver for me. Um, yeah. But hardware wise, I want to say um, thumbsticks. Like, Oh, okay. All right. Like D pad. All right. Cause you know, D pads are, you know, you had that through Nintendo, Genesis, and then like you had that monstrosity on the N64, but yeah. <laughs> but we then, don't talk about that. <laughs> yeah. talk. But when I, I, I believe it was, correct me if I'm wrong, but the PS2? Yeah, I PS2 the, had so the, the. I think technically the, the PS1, PS1 also had it did, you could buy right. it later on. You could yeah. buy a controller. But it, it came out after the PlayStation 2 was launched. Yeah. So like the PlayStation 2 launched at the same time as the PlayStation 1 Slim. And I was like, hey, parents, can you buy me a PlayStation 2 for Christmas? And they're like, here's a PlayStation 1. It was on sale. Yeah. So I am very well familiar with the PlayStation 1 uh, analog sticks. And and they they really were, um, like, they really are a game changer. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, like, you're moving. Like, the first time, even though I hated this, this the controller, but the first time you were able to, like, change the speed of Mario, like, where he runs was, like, Oh yeah. yeah. It blew my mind. I was like, wow, you can make him walk and run at on crazy. the same input. <laughs> That's crazy. So Yeah. Yeah. Even even just like 3D games in general. Like I'll I'm a person who like if I'm playing a fighting game or a 2D game, I'll still use D-pad because mm. I just feel like it's like um like if Mortal Kombat or like even in like Super Smash Bros or Super Smash Bros is um the d-pad doesn't work but in mortal Kombat and like injustice Mm -hmm. uh the d-pad you just get more there's like the inputs where it's like up down up down left right a like you can use the thumbstick but it's it's to get those combos is really hard but like any other game other than that like i will never touch a d-pad right yeah there's just there's no need for them i i know when i was playing the the newest crash bandicoot i i found myself because i played like the original ones on like the ps2 and the ps1 and I, mm-hmm. I used the D-pad back in those days. And so when I was playing the new one, I found myself like constantly using the D-pad instead of the analog sticks, even though the analog sticks works just fine for the new the new games. But like, I, I don't know why it was just like muscle memory, I guess, like mm-hmm. like having a platformer that was like so precise. I was I, I just knew how to hit the directional buttons better than I knew how to use the analog sticks. So I mean, I guess it, was, it all depends on your preference, right? But yeah. the analog sticks are great. Like especially like I mean playing F one like you I, you wouldn't be able to do any of the stuff that we were doing right now with the analog sticks because like the turns have to be so precise so like you have to move the stick like slightly to the left to like 
bank the car the right way. Mm, like kind okay. of they, they're in the right like angle and stuff. So I mean, yeah, the like fine not, control of it for sure. Not only that, but even in like the first person shooters, like the original um I think it was like Resident Evil, like you you move forward and left and right with the um directional pad, but then to move your head, it's like the R1 buttons, like R1 Ooh. and L1. Yeah. Oh. And it's just like the clank, like it's just yeah. like <laughs> I'm sure at the time when it was all they knew, they were like, wow, this is crazy. I can shoot zombies. But it's like going back to it, it's like, please just, <laughs> it's just give the, me yeah. a stick. <laughs> the worst control scheme. <laughs> yeah, we just talked about the, the I guess we called it the tank controls. Cause like oh yeah forward and then rotate oh, yeah, yeah 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 but yeah I hate I hate tank controls I don't know why it just <laughs> breaks my brain I can't they're do not it. they're not good <laughs> oh man oh, I think I want you- I kept I kind of want sorry I totally interrupted but I kind of want to talk about a new feature I I know Sacco might be the only one who actually knows what this like has used this before but the the quick resume feature oh, on the Xbox so good. So, <laughs> so, a fucking man i it's like i have like it, i feel like it's like tabs open on a computer yeah. and i just like i i just didn't realize how much i was missing that in my life that's such, <laughs> a, great they, that's such a great comparison when Marissa, i have i have yeah go ahead Marissa pre-ordered the console because so matt we've had this running joke so marissa opens she on her phone right now at this very moment she has 500 tabs open because that <laughs> yeah. is the maximum amount of tabs that you can have open on an iPhone. It's unnecessary. I hate it. And, it, it makes me so frustrated. Every so once this, in a while, just just yeah. for everyone's just for everyone's general information to just to know what kind of friendship I have with with Matt. Every <laughs> once in a while, I just send him a picture of it. <laughs> Just, to piss just, him why? Off. just why? Just, just close to your ruin tab. his day. You don't need that many He'll tabs. be like, I just imagine he's just there at work. He's making a coffee for someone. He goes to take a break. He just, you know, notices he's got a text from his his good friend Marissa. <laughs> he opens it up. It's just a picture of five hundred tabs. He just throws down that coffee. And he's like, yeah, he's just done. Thing. He's like, fucking hell. hell! Like it's just over. Oh. So like, I will open a thousand windows like if i if i genuinely needed 500 things open at the same time it would be windows maybe two tabs per thing you you it's not efficient you're never going to go to your How first is it tab more efficient like, to have windows open because i can see everything navigate. at the same time and oh i don't what? have oh this, oh, is, this is i'm like ready to yell at you oh, no. so <laughs> yeah. <just> spiraling <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. I have I have an absurd amount of tabs open on my computer at any time. And when they announced the feature, I remember Zach and I were discussing the Xbox because we both had Xboxes at the time. So we were like, oh, like, are you going to like, which one are you going to pre-order? Are you going to go PlayStation? Are you going to go Xbox? Like, what's going to go go on here? And then, and then I remember <laughs> he was telling me about the quick resume feature. And I remember being like, oh, no, like, I'm, I'm going to use that. <laughs> hell out of that i'm gonna have so many games open he was like well no like you can only have so many before they close and i was like oh that's disappointing it's unfortunate <laughs> <laughs> but i remember like so marissa like explained this feature to matt and then like matt, like and matt was like oh that's kind of cool and then there's like no you don't understand i can have tabs open on my xbox now <laughs> and matt fucking lost I refuse. It. <laughs> I refuse he's so mad about it now but in all honesty i think the most use i got out of that feature was actually while i was playing the witcher 3 mm-hmm. because the loading yeah. time for the witcher 3 is absurd and 
I didn't even like, it was just so nice that every time I turned on my Xbox and then I like opened it up, it was just opened to the game. And I was like, oh, I don't have to wait. Like, I don't have to like sit here like and have like this like long animation or anything. It's just here. Like, I'm just ready to go. Like, I, I don't know. It's so such a small feature, but it it honestly has changed my life, I feel. Yeah, like, slightly hyperbolic, but it, it's changed my life. <laughs> yeah, I was I was super jealous of you when when you played you played it after I played it, and I played it on the PC. And like I didn't have long loading times, but I still have to like watch that like opening like scene and then skip it and then get to the main menu and then hit continue and then load the game. And like <laughs> yes. there was like all those steps, and then like I would I would watch Marissa play, and she like would just hit quick resume, and then it was like what you're just in the game. That's it. You didn't have to go through all the menus and like load everything, and then watch Geralt sit there and like sharpen his sword or whatever. Like, it's bullshit. So I like I get the feature. I understand it. Like it's a good feature. I don't think that the second saved. Um, like it's it's great. Like we we definitely live in the future. Um, <laughs> but like just the tabs for me, it's like you don't really need like <laughs> you don't really need them. I just, I just love that you now hate this feature because I compared it to tabs on a computer. Like, I just, I love it. I love I, that that has ruined it for you. Another thing, though, really why I don't like it that much is because I genuinely like menus. Like, like there's every single game that has a menu with menu music. I will open the game and I will sit there for, like, I'll skip the intro videos for sure every time. But, like, once you get to the main menu and it's like, resume, new game, I'll just sit there and I'll be like, I, I just want you to nice. know that the hill you're choosing to die on today is that you like <laughs> game menus. <laughs> I'm not choosing to die on this hill. I'm just saying they're neat. They're pretty neat. I, I mean, <laughs> neat. it depends. It depends on the menu system, though. It depends on the yes. menu system. Yes. Like, yeah. The Outer Worlds, the, in, the menu music is amazing. If you guys haven't played that, that's like, it's amazing. Like, I, 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 I would do the same thing. Like, I stopped playing that game, but I would launch the game and just to listen to that intro music that's it <laughs> that's great i think a part of like something that i love about video games is the soundtracks and like yeah i can go on spotify and like look up the thing or like, i can go on youtube and like watch like cutscenes. but like if i just like you know start my like i've been working so hard all day i sit down for two seconds just like catch up on some catch up on some nice intro music wow Pretty neat. <laughs> Pretty neat. <laughs> I not love, to, not I to love jump the too far image back. of you just spending your day like that. That like it, it's it's like very wholesome. Yeah, I mean, you you need a break. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 all work and then it's all play. You need a, a second, and that's why it's like, yeah, we're saving time. But like, if you're comparing it to like an Xbox, like the original Xbox, or like the Xbox 360, where like your load times, like, and you hear the disc spinning and it's like struggling to load, that's different. But I feel like our load times weren't that long to begin with. So um, I don't need that much. Um, I, but I was. I, I will say it is a little bit now that you're talking about it. Uh, yeah. It is making me a little bit sad because like I saw on Twitter the other day, obviously, I follow a whole bunch of Dragon Age accounts for for obvious reasons. And somebody <laughs> shared like the, the main menu of each of the Dragon Age screens. And then they were like, like, you know, you're a Dragon Age fan. if you hear these and i was like oh yeah because you just hear it like when you see it you just hear it when it's a game you've played and loved that much oh yeah and now that you're saying that i'm like you know what i have no connection to that for the witcher 3 like i have no yeah. 
like anchor point to that menu at all. In fact, one time I went to go, I was playing like the DLC and uh, without too many spoilers, basically uh, Geralt kind of his like appearance changes um, in the DLC. And I realized that it had actually changed the Geralt that was in the like menu a little Mm -hmm. bit uh, to reflect where I was in the game. And I, I was like, oh, I wouldn't have known that because I would have just quick resumed <laughs> for like the entire thing. If my like, I think like the power went out at my house or something like, like or, or something, something happened and I had to restart the game and like it actually restarted the whole thing. And I remember being irritated because I had to wait through the loading screen. And then I was like, oh, this is like cool. I wouldn't have noticed it because I never would have went back to the screen ever again. Even imagine playing like Detroit Become Human without the menu screen. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, right? Like, that, that menu screen is interactive and like it talks to you, like, it changes. This is true. Yeah. Based off of how you play. Okay. You're like actually convincing me that you're right. For, like, <laughs> maybe the first time ever. And I need I you to have the. I, I'm going to acknowledge it because I want you to like treasure this moment. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm truly honored. <laughs> but yeah, the Detroit loading screen is actually, this became about loading screens, screens somehow. So uh, that's fascinating <laughs> to me. Uh, but <laughs> uh, the Detroit loading screen, like quick shout out to them because they did a phenomenal job. Uh, Chris, I, I, I have a feeling you've not played this considering it is a PlayStation game but i i don't know have you have you have you played detroit become human i have not, i have a playstation but i have not oh, okay. played that game okay um i have played the other i think his name david cage is that his name the, the game developer anyway um i have played his other games before like um fahrenheit and uh god what's the other one uh what's the other one uh, just the, the heavy rain one heavy rain thank you yeah yes. yeah yeah <laughs> just to clarify it is it is uh david cage yeah okay cool so yeah I, i've played his other games i i've been meaning to it's on my list to try to beat that game this year mm. maybe maybe what i'll do is i'll beat it really fast like get the worst possible ending just to, just to, just to get it off my <laughs> the, list the, the matt method yeah. yes yeah. we're familiar <laughs> yeah. which is what i ended up, what i ended up doing with um that game observation i don't know if you guys have played that but i don't know if it's still on game pass if it is, you should try it. It's a weird game. Right. But um So yeah. the first three levels of every single game I'll I'll put all of my time into. And then everything else is like, all right, I don't care about the ending anymore. Like, let's <laughs> just get it over with. I'm just blitz, just <laughs> run in, <laughs> guns blazing. Well, I know you did that just with Vampire with. specifically. Yeah. So yeah. that's where I was calling you out, just for the record. Yeah. But uh I highly recommend Detroit Become Human. Uh they they did the the main menu is basically an AI and the way that she reacts to what happens in the game is well, I mean, to be fair, it actually freaked the hell out of Matt. I think he was going to like throw something at the TV at one point because he was very uncomfortable with how she was commenting on his decisions. But I do agree that without that menu, like, like they did a really fantastic job. I mean, that being said, I, I still don't want to sit, through the witcher three that's that's opening scene 700 times but then could you it's a good feature sorry uh but then could you could you say then that the game actually starts there that's a great question that's a great that's a great i would agree actually i think the entirety of that game is very similar to 
Oh, I I just have a whole tangent going in my head here, Chris. You don't know what you've unlocked here. Um, I I have a I have a bachelor of fine arts degree, so I took a lot of arts courses in my university days. Uh, I have a I majored in uh, dance and creative writing, uh, so pretty much as artsy as you can get. Wow, brag um, about it. <laughs> well, I can only brag about it if you're jealous about it. So, <laughs> um, that being said, I actually really love that because, like, it's like this whole like philosophical like idea of like when the art actually starts and like when you're in like actually invested in the work. And I I love that. And I think it depends on the game, right? Like, I think Detroit starts the minute that that menu starts up. I I would fully agree with that. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. It is part of the game. It is part of the experience. Um, it is it is fantastic how they've done it and how they've used the menu to make you feel more deeply about the characters is yeah. just phenomenal. So yeah, I'd fully agree that that is actually the start of the game. Hmm. Yes, I wonder if that game was made like was like remastered or it had been originally made for like the new consoles. And like, would they have like somehow worked around the quick resume so that you had to go back to the menu? Hmm. So like what I'm saying is like the quick resume is a great idea. Like if you are like, nobody wants to sit through loading screens like for that long, but like just maybe every once in a while, just be like, Hey, here's the menu. You Although know, like, every, be- like once a month, just go back to it. <laughs> Although to be fair in Detroit, become human, you do have to go back after each chapter anyway. So I feel like okay. they would have circumvented it that way anyway. Okay. Interesting. And that's where I am fully agreeing that like, actually that is part of the game because you're being forced back to that screen anyway. Got it. It, it It's just part of it. It's, it's, it's absolutely part of that experience. Uh, I cannot praise Detroit become human enough. I, I think it was phenomenal. I did play heavy rain which I thought was really interesting. The mechanics were really gross in that <laughs> game, though. Well, it was I made. hated them. Wow. When, when was Heavy Rain made? It was like early in the PS3 days, wasn't it? I'm yeah, not going to lie to you. Sad. I got it on the PS4 because it yeah. came with Detroit. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> like, that, like that was, I, I, I mean, I, 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 I saw you play a little bit of it. It, it, it looked very clunky, but I, it was what I really expected from like a, a PS3 game that like, had those weird like controls the way like Detroit had like it was very much like like the first one of the first iterations of that kind of game where like you had to like wash the dishes or like and so you had to move your sticks you had to like do all this stuff right like and it really made you feel like you were doing something in the game and it was cool but like I think the PS3 controller was not nearly as equipped as the PS4 controller was for that kind of stuff. Um, so just a. Sh- just a shout out really quickly. Heavy Rain came out uh, in 2010, which was eight years before Detroit Become Human. Yeah. I mean. um, also, a side note, if you Google Heavy Rain, you get a lot of news articles about flooding. <laughs> okay. Just, just type in Heavy Rain game. <laughs> I mean, that's what I, you want to do. Google's not I, wrong. I, Google is not wrong. <laughs> I, I, okay. So this is hilarious because this one, nothing to do with what we were going to talk about, but that's fine. That happens. Um, that I noticed that when I was playing The Witcher 3 as well, because you can collect certain outfits for like Geralt and like they there's like one and it's part of the cat school. 
Yeah. And so if you Google where to find the pieces of the outfit for the cat school, you get some really interesting Google <laughs> results because it doesn't it doesn't know that you're talking about The Witcher because you haven't said that. But it did get Google actually on my phone um, in all of my 500 tabs got to the point where it was just like putting The Witcher after everything for a little bit. Like I would type in like any word and it would be like the witcher three <laughs> no google <laughs> coffee coffee nearby coffee nearby in the witcher three <laughs> well, all right um, uh any other kind of software hardware to get us maybe a little bit more back on track well, or anything I, really I, I do want to actually quickly circle back because i know you mentioned that you guys were deciding on what what systems to pre-order um, mm-hmm. do you guys think you made the right decision and what you got? I will say 125%. Yes, I am in love with the Xbox Series X. I appreciate the hell out of the Xbox Game Pass. Obviously, you're very familiar with that. And uh, I think... I mean, I've always been a little bit more biased to Xbox, as Matt is usually quite quick to point out. But I I do think that they, at least in the way that they presented the consoles that were coming out, uh, definitely made it more accessible. They even had the Xbox Series S, which was slightly cheaper, but still very good quality as a more entry-level console, and I appreciated the hell out of that. And when I compared that to the PS5, which was just kind of like what it was, I just really didn't find it all that compelling to buy, to be entirely honest with you. I know the PlayStation has exclusive games, and like I will probably end up getting one to play certain games that are coming up just only for the PlayStation. But that is so far down the road at this point that I'm really glad I went with the Xbox Series X. And I'm specifically glad I went with the Xbox Series X because I still buy physical discs sometimes. Right, nice. So that was kind of my my deciding factor there. Uh, yeah, I have. I, oh, go on, Matt. You, no, no, you go first. Okay. You made a purchase. Uh, I have the, uh, <laughs> the Series S um, and I was definitely looking at uh, the PS5. And actually, the other day I walked into Best Buy and they... The guy at the front was like, we have PS5s in stock. And I was like, ooh, yeah, but I don't have $600. So that's <laughs> uh, fantastic. It's just like, I, so I, I think like as of right now, like I, I'm sure the PS5 is a fantastic console. Um, <clears throat> but like I'll, the biggest reason I think like to get a PS5 is going to be for the exclusives. And like the big ones really aren't coming out until like, middle of next year really mm-hmm. like the new horizon game uh the new god of war like i know spider-man came out and that was a launch title but other than that like there really isn't anything you can't play on the ps4 that's already out where like at least the xbox like you have the game pass you have there's a lot of xbox exclusives coming out recently um and they're all they all seem to be compatible with the xbox one but like you get those extra features on the xbox series s and x like you get the ray tracing, you get the higher frame rates, you get the higher resolutions and that kind of stuff. But I don't know, like I'm I'm probably going to get a PS5 eventually because uh, I've, I've owned every PlayStation so far. Um, 
but I think as of right now, like the Xbox was the way to go if you wanted to be like an early adopter of the next gen consoles, because you it just has more to offer right now than the PlayStation does. Nice. The early adopter of the next gen is such a great phrase. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you're going with that. I was like, all right, that's that's what we'll call them. <laughs> um, so as you may know, I am a PC owner, mm-hmm. and I think that neither console was like there's the selling point for either console wasn't enough for me to be like hey i'm gonna buy this day one um and like in the past like the playstation 4 the playstation 3 i like i was super sony i was like every single one i gotta buy i gotta have it um and then this time i was like i have the xbox game pass on my pc i'm good like if anything i'll upgrade my graphics card like if i really wanted to have better graphics but i'm already gaming in 4k like my graphics card is four years old maybe three years old uh but it's still high maybe not that old maybe it's two years old that's three anyways it's not it's it's a it's a 1070 and like it it does the job and and i have no like i'm not compelled to buy them um if somebody's looking into buying the consoles like it really depends on what you're going to use them for but cross-platform like multiplayer is pretty popular now so like that's not even an aspect anymore like it's literally just do you want to play sony games or do you want to play xbox games and like because i have the pc i'm like i'm chilling i mean the other thing is though is that sony's publishing a lot of their games for pc too yeah which is again like i could not be happier yeah yeah they're real winners are the the pc gamers <laughs> what you're saying is the right? pc master race <laughs> Us us plebs over here that are still playing <laughs> consoles. Yeah, you just... have to, with your quick tab gaming. Well, I do have tabs open <laughs> on my console, so I, I do get to bug you about that. So I you know what? I'm the real winner here. So um uh, Chris, I know you you said you had a PlayStation. Uh, I know you game on the computer as well. Do you have any of the new consoles or um I have all of them? You've all nice. of them. Wow. <laughs> wow, brag about it. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a Matt's position here and say, wow, brag about it. I'm not I'm not trying to. But, uh, yeah, I mean I so um the Xbox I I happened well actually both of them. Um like very early on before like the crazy shortages and stuff like that were happening. Um, I, I happened to find them both on Costco. I was like, oh, oh right. okay. and I was like, should I get it? I was like, yeah, let me see what happens. And I ended up getting it. And my <laughs> wife, di- my wife didn't yell at me. So I was like, cool. On the same day? No, no, no. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> like, he come up with $1,300. <laughs> no, I have to pace myself. All right. I have to slowly <laughs> bring them into the house. No. Um yeah, so that was that was that. And um uh I I've been getting a lot more play especially now since Back for Blood is out, but um getting more play usage on the Xbox versus the PlayStation. Like PlayStation right now, the only thing I'm playing is um Ghost of Tsushima, which yeah, is a great game. Fantastic game. Like it's beautiful. Um but it's like again, it's like one of those games that just will take forever for me to. Yeah, beat. yeah, for sure. So, and but yeah, like that's the only game. But I do have um, Detroit Become Human downloaded. 
I have God of War downloaded. <laughs> I don't think I'm ever going to play God of War, though, to be honest. Because oh, it's such a good game. I know it's, God of War is a fantastic game. I, it's play like, Detroit, become human. Yeah, <laughs> just play that one. <laughs> well, well, hold on. Which game is shorter? Uh, oh, Detroit, Detroit becomes human. Detroit, yeah, it's definitely go. shorter. I like. I like. No, no. I like how Sacco thought about that. Like, how can I lie? To this, well, this person well, wait, to make him play God of War. It depends first. on how you wanted to play Detroit, because if you want to get all the endings, then obviously Detroit's going to be a longer game right. than God of War will be. I don't think, I still yeah, don't think it will be. Yeah, and if I want to complete all if the tasks just, in The Witcher, it's going to be a thousand hours, but I, I, guess, I also yeah. haven't done that. I played in God of War, and I don't know if I can see like how much time I, it took you killed to killed the Valkyries? That. I killed all the Valkyries. They they suck. What's wrong with you? Oh, yeah, I heard about The that. Valkyries sucked, but I killed them all, yeah. <laughs> So I, I have just a follow-up question. Yeah. Like having played both of them and not just like looking at that because everybody can just Google stats and it's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, like I know what these numbers mean. Like genuinely like <laughs> fe- like playing the games, like how do they feel? Like they feel pretty similar, I'm assuming. Uh, yeah, I, I mean like graphically and all that stuff. Yeah. 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 I think it's it's very, very similar. I'm not sitting there watching frame rates and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, but there's just like certain things. I... I, I think I appreciate Microsoft doing the, the thing and like keeping the interface the same. Yeah. Like yeah. That I think was a, a, such a smart move because then you're not like, the thing that frustrates me so much about the PlayStation 5 is that the, like on the PlayStation 4, you hold the PlayStation button to shut down the machine from anywhere. Yeah. But now you can't do that. Like you oh, have to. Okay. You have to be in the main menu to shut it. No, like you, like you, you, have to go to the you home. can't even get to the main menu. You have to pull up this like like this stupid little like uh, side menu, and and then you can shut it down from there. You can't shut it down anywhere else. That's so weird. Yeah, yeah that is weird. So uh, do, I hope they do. They it. want the console running like twenty four seven. Is one of the things where it's like just put it into rest mode, kind of thing. Uh, maybe. But like even that, you can change the settings on like if it goes to rest mode or goes fully off. But yeah, but yeah, it's uh, it was just one of those things. Like even because my kids play it a lot more, they're like because they're obsessed with Spider Man. So yeah, like, the first time they played it, it was like, how do I turn this off? Like I don't know. It's not like <laughs> the way you did on the PlayStation. <laughs> like, so, so you changed it. So um, uh, it's actually when you figure it out, tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, another thing that's just similar to that, the Nintendo Switch, you can't fully power it down without holding the button on the console. Oh. Like, it's, but it's like, I never play it docked, so, like, I'm always holding it anyways. Oh, um, okay. That being said, the hardware of, like, I, listen, double monitors or being able to just pick up the console and then going portable, also a great feature. Yeah, I'm just a huge multitasker. <laughs> <laughs> I just got so much things to do. Yeah. But yeah, to shut it down, you have to like physically hold the button down, and then it's like, do you want to shut it down? It's like, yeah, just just shut it off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> please. <laughs> oh man, I know Sony has uh, at least had a lot of issues with the PS5 as far as software goes. Like, I know a lot of the features just weren't enabled on launch. Like, it didn't really feel like the PS5 was ready to launch, but they just were like, well, shit, the Xbox is coming out. It's we the kinda, holiday season. We kind of have to launch now because I know like the the expandable storage in the PlayStation still is not enabled. So like the slot yeah, is beta. there, yeah. but like you can't act, once you put something in it, it doesn't actually recognize it until you have the beta software. But like yep. the Xbox, like the expansion slot works. I mean, I, 
expensive to buy an expansion card, but like the, the expansion slot works at least, like on games yeah. on day at one. At least it works. I mean, um, it might I, be expensive, but at least it yeah. works. <laughs> I know, and then the, like the Xbox, technically both consoles can do 8K output, but like the PlayStation that's disabled in the software so far because that part wasn't ready when it shipped, but they still left the 8K logo on the box. Like huh. it, it just yeah, seems like the PS5 launch was a little bit of a mess. Um, and which was like this whole story on the the Xbox 360 was like that launch was a mess because Sony hit market first with PS3 and Xbox had to rush the 360. Mm-hmm. And so it, now it seems like that's kind of been that's happening. Yeah. yeah. More importantly, I'm still like, I don't know if this is just because I kind of stopped looking, um, but every single time I walk into an EB games, I ask, they're still sold out everywhere. Yeah. Like the Xbox is like, I can buy them, but the PlayStation five, they're like, no, we're sold out. I'm like, are they making them? Like what's going on? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I, I apparently like they're like, like I, I, like they're making them at relatively the same rate. It's just that Xbox has two versions, so that you can choose so from people. So like, usually they'll have. I know a lot of places where I am had the Series S constantly in stock, but the Series X was always sold out. Mm-hmm. And so like, I'm assuming I guess it just depends on where you live. Like maybe wherever you live, the Series S was just more popular, and so then the Series X was in stock. Like I don't know, like. I, but like the PS5, I like technically has one version. It's just whether you want the disc drive or not. I was like the disc drive or not. Yeah. But even then, it's like no, we we don't have it. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, that was a great discussion about <laughs> um, PlayStation versus was- Xbox that uh, me and Matt not just you know managed not to fight through. Like, so, you know, <laughs> place, please, listen. You, I, I am content with my um, mm-hmm. RGB light up. <laughs> that's the piece of hardware i need i need a little light behind my monitor just to light yes. up my wall <laughs> you need your light that's the hardware that's just i can't live without it all right well i'm glad you have that thing that you can't live without <laughs> Matt. I'm, I'm glad that that has happened for you in your life all right so really quickly we will be transitioning kind of into a little bit of an outro here uh chris we did not give you any warning for this so i'm gonna let you know what we're going to expect out of you. And then I'm going to move on to the other two before we come back to you. Uh, we'd like to know what your number one game recommendation of all time. No pressure or anything. Oh. Just just, just that. Um, <laughs> it can be anything. It can even be a few games if you find it too hard to narrow down, as I certainly would. Uh, so we'll give you a little bit of time to think about that. And uh, I apologize for throwing that at you. Uh, but uh, Sacco and Matt and myself will be just kind of talking in the meantime about what we are currently playing so matt why don't you start us off i'm so glad i was like what is the one game oh man uh, i'm currently playing apex <laughs> legends and i'm loving it absolutely loving it um yeah. i just kind of got into it but uh i'm loving the legend aspect like the characters and the backstory i cannot wait to deep dive this yes right. and uh nice. yeah yeah i will be there making sure you <laughs> know everything about all the characters for sure <laughs> All right, Sacco, how about you? Uh, I will be jumping on Apex Legends with Matt. Uh, also, I after, as soon as we're done this podcast, I'm probably going to have to jump on F1 to do practice laps for France for next Wednesday. Oh. Um, I like how you make video games sound like a chore. Yeah, <laughs> I have, I have, this, is hard, this is hard work. I got to put in the practice laps. This is a lot. It's a lot of practice laps. Um, so that's probably what I'm doing. So I guess F1 2020 will be what I'm currently playing. I got to say, I, I'm... I've met a lot of people that play this game now, and I'm like, I'm curious to try it. Uh, it's, I think it's on the Game Pass, is it not? It is like F- F1 19 or 2019 is. I think 2019 is on Game Pass? Soon, yeah. Yeah, I would assume so because 20, 
21 launched. So I'm assuming mm-hmm. they'll put 2020 on the Game Pass. Yeah. Um, I would if um, I, I recommend the game. It's a very fun game. I will let you know ahead of time. The learning curve is very steep. Sure. If you've played racing games before, this feels nothing like any of that. And you have to throw <laughs> out everything you've learned up until wow. this point. Okay. Yeah. Just just to make you feel like you really want to play it. Just yeah. some words of encouragement <laughs> from Sacco there. <laughs> Uh, so Sago is playing F1. We're not sure if he's enjoying it, um, but I am he's playing it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, I am, as always, I'm still, I'm getting back into my deep dive of Tetris. That's happening all over again. I don't know when that started, but I, I'm just playing an astronomical amount of Tetris in my spare time. I'm also playing Apex Legends. Obviously, that is, I, I don't know. I think I, I message anyone I have on that game every single night being like, you're going to play with me. right?" <laughs> um, and uh, as always, I'm also playing Red Dead Redemption right now. Uh, I'm actually streaming that on our Twitch channel uh, every once in a while. So stay tuned for notifications about that if that's something you guys are interested in. But uh, yeah, I've really enjoyed that. Uh, I've loved getting back into um, RPG landscape. It's just just terribly fun. All right, Chris, I buffered a little bit for you, but I asked you a big question. So uh, I don't know how you feel about your answer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, hmm. Uh, So I have a couple of games. Okay. Okay. Totally acceptable. So um, the first one, uh, I've actually talked about this game so many times, I I, kind of have to replay it again. Uh, Sammy Max Hits a Road is like probably one of my favorite games of all time. It's a point and click oh, adventure from LucasArts back in the day. Um, I just, I just love the characters and the um, Steve Purcell's Steve Purcell's out artwork. It's like, yeah, it gets me going. Anyway, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, another game a little bit further. Uh, I think actually, well, I did talk about this. Uh, Prince of Persia: Sands of Time. Nice, uh, unbelievable game. Like the the mechanic of. Like controlling time and stuff like that and the story was just great um and yeah like, uh splinter cell like those those <laughs> those three games like i just i just uh you know sam fisher is a badass and you know night vision goggles are cool so <laughs> <laughs> it's a staple of the splinter cell series ever like yeah. every cover had the night vision goggles on it <laughs> yeah Yet no one else like uh, in the world can see that he's got those goggles on. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> I I will say uh, I know I, I shocked Matt and Zach when they said I I'd actually played um, Splinter Cell because it's it's like sneaking a lot of it, so which is not my kind of game. But yeah, I actually like there's something about that that like Splinter Cell that is just so. I don't know, unique. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's like the like such a unique gameplay. It really sticks with you. Um, it's been years since I've, I've touched any of that, but like I, I still remember how much fun I had playing it. So I don't know. I I guess I commend your choice. The <laughs> and it, gist of what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and it had it actually it had a great implementation of using the thumbsticks too. Um yeah. obviously sneaking around, but then you know, picking the locks. You had to like rotate yeah. the thumbsticks. Oh, very nice. Oh, okay, uh, nice. Like opening the doors, you can like slowly open them by just pushing the yeah. thumbstick. Oh, that's okay. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. The 
the lock picking was maybe the reason I liked the game, to be entirely <laughs> honest. Um, I feel like that was a large component of what was so addicting about the game. Um, yeah, it was, it, it was just like, go ahead, Matt. No, I'm sorry. You continue. No, go ahead. I was going to say, does it play like any of the other Tom Clancy games? Like, is it anything like Rainbow Six or like Ghost Recon? See, I'm not the person to ask mm. because I've not played the other <laughs> ones. <laughs> I mean, like I've never played Splinter Cell, so I was just curious if it's like, is it similar to? I mean, the closest game you would, I would say it can plays like is like Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, and like, or, but even that, like, it takes it to like another level. Like the that was the first game I remember. I, I know Thief did it too, but uh, where you can shoot out the lights. Yeah, you, like create your own shadows and stuff like that, and um. Like it was so cool, like just doing that. Like I, I could go, I could just stay in a room, just shoot out all the lights. <laughs> just, be, I, I'd be done. Like I'd, I'd have a great time. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was all that stuff, like sneaking up on someone, and like, and then there, like, and some of the player or characters that you um, subdue, like you do in, interrogation stuff with them. It's like, it was so cool. I, I mean, I love spy thriller things also, so that's maybe why this adds to it. But like, the, but like Ghost Recon, I felt like that was more tactical. Like this is tactical yeah. in a way, but um, it, it's 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 definitely not fast paced. It's yeah. you know you got to pick your spots and everything. So I, definitely I, not for me. I will <laughs> say I, I I think it's not just the style of it because I actually hate those styles of games. <laughs> like there's something specific about that that series i don't know maybe i'm overhyping it at this point but i i feel like it's it's not it is an outlier of its genre i guess is maybe a way to say mm. it i i just i think it just did the genre so phenomenally and yeah. in a way that was just so incredibly well done that like me who hates any stealth mission in any non-stealth game like enjoyed right. playing it um which is which is i feel like saying quite a bit there <laughs> Yeah, like um, the last game they had, Conviction, was not as good. Like I went back and played the first one, and I was like, "Ugh, this game is so much better than Conviction." <laughs> I, I, I like even if they just did a remaster. Like if Ubi just made a remaster of the first one, I'd be happy. Like the game itself oh, I is like played yeah. the hell out of yeah. that. But you know, they're they constantly tease us by throwing him into every other game on their freaking franchises. And it's like <laughs> <laughs> so, but. Can't go back to that original, or, no. or at least they haven't yet. They haven't <laughs> tried to yet. <laughs> All right, perfect. Uh, Chris, really quickly, I would love if you could drop some information about your podcast for any listeners who would like to check it out. Sure. Uh, so, as Marissa mentioned, I, I, I myself and my co-host Tom do the show One Hour One Decision. We are on most podcast platforms. Spotify, Apple, uh, I don't know, whatever else people use. Um, <laughs> I think we're all on there. And um, we play an hour of a, game, a random game on Xbox Game Pass. And uh, both of us decide after a couple of um, decisions and what we liked, didn't like, if we want to keep playing the game. And, um, you know, we're on Twitter. TC1H1D is our handle. And uh, so we we stream our games and we play them. We don't have like a scheduled thing. We just kind of pop in and play it, and then some anyone can 
more than welcome to join us. Our Twitch handle, I think, is 1H1D. So, yeah, um, that's, that's kind of what we yeah, do. I, I will say, uh, if, you're, if you're showing up and there's somebody there to greet you, it is Chris. If you're showing up and there's no one there, <laughs> it's Tom, who I, I feel like I always end up in that stream. And I'm like, hi, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry you don't have a mic. All right, perfect. Uh, definitely go ahead and check them out if if that sounds like something that will interest you. Or even if it doesn't, I would say give them give it a good shot because I've really enjoyed listening to their podcast and uh, their streams are are quite a bit of fun as well. Just having a little bit of a time limit there kind of puts a little bit more urgency on on the game, even as you're watching it. Um, so yeah, definitely check them out. Um, all right. And as always, I'm going to leave a few plugs here at the end. So as always, we are on Twitch. Uh, feel free to follow or subscribe to us there. We are crowned heathens over there. We're also on YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. I do think that's all of them, but uh, I might have missed one. Uh, we're at crowned heathens on all of those as well. So we're quite easy to find. Otherwise, we thank you so much for listening to this podcast and joining in with a discussion with Chris from 1H1D. We had a lot of fun. Maybe got a little bit off topic, but that's <laughs> always okay. <laughs> uh, Chris, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, yeah, thank, yeah, we've. Thank you ahead. guys. Thank, no, no, I was just saying thank you guys for having me. I know it's been, I've been a a longtime listener, longtime fan of you guys. So it's been cool to interact with you guys, um, all of you guys in one in one way. Well, rather, thank you. rather than me typing <laughs> away on Twitch or something. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, we we definitely appreciate having you here. We'll have to have you back. Maybe maybe we'll even get to see the elusive Tom next maybe. time we're here from him. Maybe <laughs> maybe we'll have to pitch him on that. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you so much for listening. For everyone who is listening, thank you to Chris for joining us. And as always, we will definitely catch you in the next one. Thanks, everyone. Maybe you're strong.